How do you make business problems disappear? Wrap them in bacon. For business owners, marketing execs, and anyone trying to grow your business, pump your profits, and make more while doing less, welcome to Bacon Wrapped Business with Brad Costanzo. Sizzling hot business advice guaranteed to make you fat. Profits. Every week, our chefs will serve you proven recipes for ramping up your revenue. Now, here's your host, Brad Costanzo. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. This is Brad and we are going to talk about a topic that I've been wanting to cover for quite a while now. If you are doing anything online, if you do internet marketing, digital e-commerce, or do anything to get traffic to your website, you want to pay close attention to this strategy that we're going to talk about today. You see, a few... Uh, a few weeks ago, I was interviewing Mike Philsame, and you can hear that interview if you haven't yet at baconwrapbusiness.com forward slash Mike F. Definitely recommend that you go check it out. And I was asking Mike a question around the end of the interview, and I said, Mike, what do you think is an opportunity that most people are not exploiting right now? Uh, you know, what do you think, or what do you think is underexploited and that just people aren't doing, but that you believe they will going forward? And his uh, answer was YouTube advertising. He said he's going to be spending a lot of time uh, focusing on YouTube in the uh, you know in 2015, which we're in January of 2015. Now, the thing about YouTube advertising, I guarantee you've seen it. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of various types of advertising on YouTube. There's the ones in the upper right hand corner, and there's there's the ones that show up on the videos, like the little annoying. Um, Things at the bottom of a video that you kind of got to click to get it off. And then there's the videos that the advertisements that play for, you know, several seconds or 30 seconds before you watch the video. And a lot of times, if you're like me and most people, you're sitting there waiting for that little skip ad thing to appear. Well, like a lot of marketers, I have not really used those. I've just seen them as the, you know, the annoying little videos that are in my way of uh, watching what I want to watch. However, the folks that I've spoken with who have used YouTube in their advertising have said, man, this is like so cheap to get the clicks, and especially if you do it right. Now, the one opinion that I've got that I, I always see, you know, the, the videos that come up before I'm about to watch something, a lot of times they come up by big Fortune 500 companies like car companies, insurance companies, and it looks as if it's the exact same video that people throw out on the, um, you know, from their TV campaign, they put it on YouTube, and it always strikes me as a marketer as missing the mark because there's a completely different mindset between me and, and the, um, you know, when I'm on YouTube and me when I'm on a, uh, a television. So, uh, I've thought about this, but I've never done anything and I've never actually talked to a true expert about what the best practices are. And this is where my guest today comes in. So in speaking with Mike Filsame about, uh, YouTube advertising, he said, you know, one of the guys you need to talk to about this is Tommy Powers. And Tommy, uh, you know, works with us. We had him on stage. We had him speaking. He's an expert at this stuff. So I started to research Tommy. Mike made an introduction and Tommy, uh, does YouTube advertising and a lot of other services, pay-per-click, digital marketing consultant. He's a specialist in these areas, but it seems as though he's really found a forte with YouTube. He's the author of the uh, instant, uh, or I'm sorry, the in-stream traffic system, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But he talks about getting 12 cents a click, 676 leads at 39 cents per lead, and he's like, "Well, what is my, what is my uh, big secret? It's YouTube." So that's why I've asked Tommy to join us on Bacon Wrapped Business today because I can't think of any other strategies that fit this uh, than uh, you know this. The show's profiled in, in YouTube and some of the cool stuff you can do with it. So without any further ado, Tommy, are you on the line, brother? I am here. Cool. Thanks for joining us, man. I really appreciate this. I am um, I'm really curious about this stuff, and we are going to talk about some stuff. I, I'm going to assume, for the listener's sake, that they know a little bit about 
you know, advertising and pay-per-click. I don't want to dumb this down to the absolute beginner level because your time and my time is too valuable. I want to get into the, the really what I call bacon wrapped strategies, the stuff that are so good and sizzling hot that you're like, Oh man, I need to be doing that right away or I need to find somebody to do that for me. So that's why I have you on the show. So let's talk about this. Um, give me a quick background about, uh, you know, YouTube advertising, how you kind of discovered it and what you've been able to do with it. Well, actually, uh, uh, and thanks for the introduction and everything. Um, basically, YouTube really is something uh, I've been looking at for quite some time. However, I didn't really dive into it until uh, about 2012, late 2012. And uh, really, when I started tinkering around, what I realized is that it was a lot like what I what I was used to. So my background, I kind of got started with traffic, the whole paid traffic stuff, back in like 2007 uh, with Google Display Network. That was where I really made my bones. It's like, and I still, I'm still running. We still do very well running on Google Display. But um, what happened back then was nobody was really running Google Display. And I'm the kind of guy, it's like the, you know, when you zig, I zag. Exactly. I love Warren that. Buffett, yeah, that Warren Buffett thing. It's like uh, that I was talking to John Lee Dumas, and he was saying that, you know, he was telling me about the quote Warren Buffett talks about, you know, when others are fearful, be greedy. Exactly. When others are greedy, be fearful. And that's the same, you know, approach is when everybody else is doing one thing, I'm doing something else. And so that's really how YouTube kind of, you know, I was like, I knew there was an opportunity there, and finally, when I got to tinker around with it, I saw that my skills that I already possessed fit perfectly for it, and that's kind of how I got into it and just kind of, you know, it just kind of took off from there. Beautiful. So tell me about some of the results you've been able to see. I, I mean, I mentioned a few of the stats that you posted on your website here, but, um, let's talk, you know, first, let's talk about some of the results and then I want to talk about some of the strategies because there's a lot of folks out there, myself included for me and my clients who are going to be focusing on this and I definitely want to jump into that. But first, let's talk about some of the results you've seen as it compares to other types of advertising out there. So uh, YouTube is a couple different you know ways to kind of tackle it. Um, the in-stream traffic stuff that you're talking about, that's really specific to that you know those pesky little pre-roll ads that you got to skip the button in order to you know skip ad button. Those those are designed that where you drive you the way you drive traffic with those is someone actually has to click on that video, other than skipping the ad while it's playing, and you can actually send someone to a destination URL, which should be more than likely your website. Okay, you know, and let's so, just just so that I'm clear and anybody else is clear. This is I I, I want to go back to fundamentals a little bit. So the types of ads on YouTube, let's just kind of list them. There's the the uh, are they called in stream? In stream. Okay, so those are the ones that show up, like you said, that uh, I'm about to watch a video and a video starts playing first, and then after maybe about five seconds, the skip ad button right. shows up. Okay, so that's, that's called correct. in stream. I've also heard of something called. Is it in display? In display? In display. Well, True View is what is technically called True View in stream, I believe. Okay, so the two are pretty much the same. Well, they are different. Okay. So it used to be three types, but now they've uh, made it only two. So you have in stream, True View, and then you have in display. But under the in display, there are two types of in-display ads you can run. Okay. You can run one that is targeting people who are watching videos, and that ad will show in the upper right corner next to the video, or it will appear uh, hovered above the video. Like, okay, but uh, not, like not actually... It's not really a banner ad, but it'll, it'll hover over the video. Okay, but it's not it, on the video? Is it, is it, is it a hovering no, it's not, over the yeah, player, it's, it's, right? Yeah, it's like if it'll like pop up, kind of like the banner ads you see. Gotcha. Time to time that come above the video, I like do the, know. the leaderboard looking. It's not exactly that, but it's similar. It's similar to that. Then the other uh, in display type is where you can target people who are searching on YouTube. 
So someone's on YouTube search, they type in a phrase, and you can show your ads above the YouTube search results. Okay, and those are, those are really similar to like the Google pay-per-click exactly. style, right? Right, but, okay. but they call them in-display. Gotcha. Targeting search is what the technical uh, way to, to, to be able to run those. Okay, perfect. So in-display is either when people are searching or if people are watching, but yeah. it's more of a banner and it's not the actual automatic playing video, right? Exactly. Okay, exactly. great. So that's in-display. And then right. the other type you were talking about, in-stream. Right. And was there is the true view in stream or is that the is that kind of synonymous or is there a difference? No, it's the same. I mean, it's just different names. Some people call them pre roll ads. Some people call them, uh, you know, in, well, in stream is a technical name word that they use for it. But I, I, the actual term is I think it's true view in stream. But it's it's the same. You okay. know, in it, when they, when you see the word in stream, that's what they're talking about. Perfect. Okay, and those are the ones it, that I've seen where, yeah, where there's the skip ad. Now, yes. there are some that I've seen which um, they give you the skip ad, and there's some of them you can't skip the ad. You've got to right. sit there through like 30 seconds or whatever. That's it. What's the, w- is there a difference there? Is it just that? That's a non-skippable in-stream ad. Okay, And cool. you can run those. You have to run those through the Google Display uh, Network uh, inside of AdWords. So when you're setting up campaigns inside of AdWords, YouTube video ads have its own little, uh, if you ever were to log in, once you, once you, once you, uh, run a video ad, you, you go to the, uh, far left hand corner at the very bottom. That's how you get to that. If you want to run a non skippable ad, you can actually set those up under the regular Google uh, AdWords dashboard for, you know, normal Google campaigns, uh, to create an unskippable ad. So it's, it's, it's kind of tricky the way they got it set up, but, but, um, you can run in and you can run unskippable and as well as you can run remarketing like that. Uh, they're very powerful really for remarketing. A lot of people that run them, in my opinion, like you mentioned at the top of the show, it's like they're kind of off the mark. A lot of the brands and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, we found the most power in those with remarketing where someone already are familiar with your brand and hopefully your listeners probably know what remarketing or retargeting is the same thing, which is a huge catchphrase in the industry. Right. Um, let me let me let me stop you right there just in okay. case there's somebody who okay. doesn't. Remarketing is if you ever go to a website mm-hmm. and um, and you all of a sudden start seeing those ads for those people everywhere. Well, there is um, there's a there's a pixel that is placed on a, you know, it's a little piece of code that's placed on a website and it allows the advertiser to kind of follow you around the web. Now, you might think that's a little bit intrusive, but right. it's really not. It simply shows up if you visit it on that browser, if you go to other places and like in the Google network or Facebook, it just follows you around and, you know, you'll see this if you go to Amazon. You'll see this right. if you go to a, a bunch of different places. We're going to have an entire um, podcast just on remarketing here really soon. But for anybody who doesn't really know what that is, very, very powerful, very powerful. strategy. And I and I want to get into how you use that. But you just said mm. mo- something about the most powerful strategy is which one? Uh, with remarketing, the in, the unskippable ads is what we were talking about. Okay, unskippable so mo- with remarketing. Unskip- yes. So if you're remarketing to someone, you can hit them with a non-skippable ad. That way you can get your message across. And they can't be more than 30 seconds. Right. The max that they can be is 30 seconds. Can they be less than 30? Can can they do a 10 second? Yeah, they can be They have to be at least 15, I believe. 15 to 30. Perfect. I'm trying to remember exactly. But what that allows you to do is make sure that you get your message across without them being able to skip, even if they don't want to. You know, because the reality is a lot of times five seconds is not enough time to really get their attention. You know, so if you, uh, you know, so that that's what we found the most powerful with the non-skippable. Okay. Now, are they, what about price wise? Is, uh, are you going to be paying more? Is there a, is there kind of a hierarchy of the cost per click for these? So you don't buy clicks on YouTube ads. You buy views. And that's where it gets tricky for a lot of people because it's a different metric that you're measuring in terms of how you, how you, 
want to measure your performance. Okay. So what happens is with in-stream uh, ads, you only pay when someone watches your video for a certain amount of time. And that really depends on the length of the video. So you actually can get a free impressions on your video when people click that skip ad button. You don't pay for that. Nice. So this is one of the main things I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, I know Mike and I were talking about this and I keep, and I'm glad you say that the, that the time where you get the free view impression or not varies on the length of the video because I've heard people say it's 10, 15, 30 seconds and I've been so confused. So, um, let's dive into that. This is, uh, yeah, this to me is like wrapped in bacon. So he was yes. talking about, um, he, he was given an example of how Ryan Dice, another uh, you know, one of the founders of digitalmarketer.com right. right. is using this for branding yes. where he said, uh, he would, you know, number one, he would remarket or number two, he would put this on, you know, based upon what they're viewing and saying, Hey, uh, Hey, this is Ryan. If you want to come to the traffic and conversion summit, click, mm-hmm. you know, click right here. If not click skip ad. Yep. And you're getting that impression. You're getting that branding. And if people just go ahead and skip ad, it's free, right? Right. Cool. It doesn't cost you. Okay, so let's talk about the 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 time uh I guess variables there. So it typically you have about how long before you get charged. So the way it works is you have a video that's less than thirty seconds and a video that's longer than thirty seconds. Okay. So when your video is less than thirty seconds, if someone doesn't click skip ad. Then they charge you for a view. If okay, vid- so if they, I'm just kind of jotting this down. If okay. they don't click skip ad, and the video is less than thirty seconds, then you then, pay. Then you pay. Okay. Yes. If the video is longer than thirty seconds, and they don't click skip ad, they only charge you when the person watches at least thirty seconds. Per- oh wow. Yes. So one of the things that yes. uh, I, that I think I've also heard, and I think uh, Mike was saying this once more about Ryan, that um, he would put on there, you know, maybe a let's say a minute ad. Yes. And then putting the message, the message can be, you know, fifteen seconds seconds. long, and then and then it's just dead space for. That's it. That's it. See that right there is YouTube strategy wrapped in. Really thick bacon, peppered yes. maple bacon, yes. and yes. Just fried up. Mm. See, that's we're crushing that's awesome. it with that method. Love we that. Are crushing it. Matter of fact, uh, one of the guys, the video direct uh, guy over there, Matt Coleman, uh, he's actually, uh, you know, he and I have built a great relationship. Over, I was actually out there in Austin and uh, met up with him and uh, some other members of the team. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we shared a lot of strategies with what we're working on and stuff. Uh, with each other. So yeah, man, that's a killer method. That is, yeah, that's beautiful. So if, I want to recap this for any listener. The, you know, if you're going for branding and you want to get your message across, you can put up, let's just say a minute long video and you get this, you get this, um, you get this opportunity to talk, let's just say for 15 seconds. And if the, uh, you know, the person watches that, and after 15 seconds, hey, the uh, you know the, the message is over. It just goes to black screen. What are they going right. to do? They're going to click skip ad. Well, when they do that, you don't get charged, but you still get your branding, you still get your impression, and you don't pay a penny. I wanted right. to, like that is one of the main main things I wanted to talk about. Uh, you surprised me with the, the fact that the most powerful is the unskippable with remarketing, and I definitely want to deep dive into that. But um, the Oh, give me one second. I gotta put my Skype on. Do not disturb. I kept on getting pinged there. I so, do want to clarify something. Please do. So uh, here's what I recommend. And, and, and on the remarketing thing, when I talk about unskippable, I'm talking about the that particular style of of ad is most powerful when used in conjunction with remarketing. In stream ads is where it's at, man. What I recommend is. It's not a minute, but maybe like 45 seconds. Okay. And then what I recommend is 20 to 25 seconds is your message because you want to try to, you know, the shorter your message is harder to really convey. 
But ultimately, what you're trying to do within that message is sell the click. Right. Sell the you click have or to get just them to take an action. Yes. Right. Sell the click or if you're just going for branding, just can then you just, right. But but yeah, you're right. And if you can't right. sell the click in twenty to twenty five seconds, you're not trying to sell exactly. a product. Right. That's it. Okay. You're selling the click. Yeah, that's amazing. God, I hope that YouTube does not yank this. I don't think it's going anywhere no time soon. Under but us, yeah. Never know. Okay, so when you were t- yeah, so when you were talking about the unskippable with remarketing, that's the most powerful for is it for so the- so so the technique of using an unskippable ad is most powerful in conjunction with remarketing. Okay. Because with unskippable ads you pay. When right. your ad run you pay. Like there's no way to not pay. So that's why you run that when you run it as remarketing you're going to get more bang for it cuz you guarantee paying because you're targeting people who already have you know, been to your website, know your brand, know your name, what have you. Okay. That makes sense? That makes perfect sense. Okay. Now, did we already talk about the type of ad that just shows up? Uh, maybe this is in display where it, it maybe 10 seconds in, it's just like a little uh, translucent ad that shows mm-hmm. up that you can you can kill that off. Is that in display or is that something else? Well, there's two ways to do that. You can run a banner there. That's mm-hmm. not an actual, you, you don't set them up in the YouTube, uh, in the AdWords for video interface. So let's make that clear. You have AdWords and then you have AdWords for video. Okay. And they're actually separate dashboards. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, where do you set all these up? You set these because some people may be familiar with uh, the Google yeah. AdWords dashboard, which I'm right. familiar with right. um, before I was banned. <laughs> like a lot of folks. The um and then there is there a separate place that you go to yes. operate YouTube ads? Where is that? Where do people find that? It's the AdWords for video. It's you log into AdWords, but it's a separate dashboard when you create so if you're first time ever creating a YouTube ad, you won't see the ability to do that. You have to create an ad in the regular AdWords dashboard, like you're creating a campaign and select online video. Mm. And then that will take you into the AdWords for video dashboard. And then anytime after that going forward, you just log into your AdWords account. You go all the way to the left at the very bottom and click on where it says video ad campaigns. Nice. Nice. Okay. So are there of the, of all these different types of, uh, places to advertise on YouTube, are there any of them that you typically don't even mess with? You're like, eh. I'm really, I'm really not a fan of search, YouTube targeting search. Okay. Uh, How come? I have had, uh, dismal results. Uh, I've had a few decent results, but most, most of the time, I don't know. I don't, it seems like they show. So what happens when I evaluate my data? It's showing my ads on keywords that I did not say I wanted to target. Interesting. And so they don't have the ability to do exact match or phrase match. Like you can try to put that in there, but it won't recognize it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like you can put it in there, but it won't, it won't use that. Mm. And until they fix that, I just not really. It's not, I think, I think, yeah. I mean, you can get an ROI from it. It really depends on if you have a broad mass appeal type of offer, mm-hmm. you know, and you're targeting a certain demographic, you could get, I mean, that's, that's how we were able to make it successful. But for most people who really need that targeted traffic, that very specific individual that they're going after, it doesn't, it hasn't, hasn't really produced a lot of good results for me. Interesting. So do you use, um, is it mainly the unskippable ads with remarketing and then the in-stream ones like we just talked about? Actually, we use both. Uh, yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. Are those your two, like the two big guns right there? When, when it comes to remarketing specifically, we like to run in-stream. I mean, you can run in-display with remarketing as well. But man, I mean, in-stream is, that's the that's biggest opportunity. That's where it's at, man. I like I mean, that. I mean, unless you, again, if you have a broad mass appeal offer, yeah. And display like there's a there's a, a thing I show where one of the clients I work with, we they had, you know, we spent a quarter million dollars on those ads, paid like six cents per view. And the ROI on that was crazy. Wow. Yeah, uh, without have, without uh, telling me what client offer. Without telling me what client that is or anything, can you give me the general market? It's a diet weight loss 
Nice. Targeting, you know, that, that typical demographic. And they were getting and how, we basically, how much per click? Was it per click? Six cents per view. Six cents per view. That's crazy. Six cents per view. So basically what we were doing, and I can, I'll share this. Yeah. We're, 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 we, they have a VSL that they're the video sales letter, which is their main method of selling their offer, right? Mm-hmm. We take that and we host it on YouTube. And then we were just buying YouTube ads, buying views from Google to that particular hosted video on YouTube and then driving those people from that video to order the product. Okay, so I've always wondered about that. Yeah, I've always wondered about that, but you're actually hosting, like, and I did this years ago where I had a uh, 20 minute video, a VSL in a, in a business that I owned and I don't own that anymore, but I was putting it up there and it, it literally just said, yeah, if you want to buy this product now, blah, 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 go to, uh, the call to action was simply to go to this website. You know, it was a very specific one that just went straight to the, um, to the order form. Yep. The only thing I didn't do is any marketing of it. Like, I'm sorry, any advertising, any paid. I just kind of threw it up there because, you know, why not? Right. And, um, I didn't do a real good job, job of tracking it, but, um, that's interesting. Okay. So you, to, I want to recap that strategy. You took their VSL. Do you remember how mm-hmm. long it was? Like one of these, that 20, particular, 30? that specific one is, was 34 minutes. Okay. Cool. But I have, I have another one that's an hour and 10 minutes that's still running. That's okay. So you put that up there, but then you were driving traffic. Inside YouTube yes. to that? Yep. Hmm. So were you put and you were using the in stream? No, we were using in display. So with so here's the thing with in display, when someone clicks on your in display, it takes them to your YouTube video that you specify. So if I have a video that I want to get views with and I want to use in display to get those views, when they click my in display ad, that is when you pay. And then it takes them to your YouTube video. Nice. And you know, the nice part is it keeps them on YouTube. It keeps them on YouTube. And just the ecosystem there. Absolutely. Yeah, their um I think their guard is down. Big, yep. I think that's one of the huge reasons why it works so well. Right. Now and is that against any like YouTube terms and service that you're not supposed I mean, to do? We that? haven't had any issues. That's um good. you know, a couple of my clients that I've worked with have ad reps, so you know, we're pretty safe. You know, I haven't had any problems. That's that's uh, beautiful. Yeah. I love that. But that's I wouldn't I, I would I would say that it's potentially you could have some issues. Uh one of the uh, nuggets that I'll drop is Use an unlisted video. Don't set it to public. Mm, nice. Turn off turn off comments on it, and then drive those views. Select what they call the channel page, and then what that allows you to do. You ever been to a main YouTube uh, channel on their main page, and they have a trailer video? Yes, there? like the the main one. Yeah. Well, basically, with these ads, when you target, when you sending traffic to the channel page. Basically, what they're doing is they're taking the video you specify that you want to run ads to, and they're pulling that video inside of where that channel is, and it looks like they're on your main channel page. Right. So that's where you can actually run the VSL. So yes. do that. Bam. Mic drop. Yes. You just drop the microphone. How can I still hear yeah. you talking? I love to that. Be honest, to be honest with you, most of the revenue I've generated to date with YouTube ads have been using that strategy. That was the first technique that I really just blew it up on like multiple six-figure stuff wow. with that technique. And wow. then I got a whiff of in-stream ads, and ever since then, I kind of just... Focused on those? You know, just well, I wouldn't say focused. It's just a larger uh, set of my client base and the people that I work with it's, it's a better fit for them. In display is really in display to me really is a method where a you have a broad mass appeal offer. B you scared that Google sending traffic to your website. Google is going to slap your page or they're going to say we don't like your landing page. So in order to get around that, you just drive them to your video first and then you send them to your landing page. Yeah. I but love if it. you can if you can drive traffic directly to your landing page and it's Google compliant, in stream where you want to be at. Right. It's just like it hands down. Oh yeah. Man, this is this is cool. Okay, so here I so we've talked about the kind of the types of things you can do. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about targeting. Because uh, there's a lot of different ways. Like you just said, the search 
is not, you're not as big of a fan of that. Uh, remarketing is one, and that is really as simple as, you know, and once more, we'll go, we'll, for my listeners who don't know what this is, we'll totally cover this, but remarketing is, uh, people have visited my website or something right. else where I've dropped a, a, a cookie on their machine and they come back and hello, here's Brad talking to you. Uh, so that you're targeting, you don't have to do anything special, it's just that, Target your little remarketing audience. Yep. Let's talk about targeting either, um, you know, the types of videos. Uh, and I'll give you an example, right, to make this easier. So one of the examples that Mike Filsame was using, he has a software called Webinar Jam. Jam. Yeah, and he said, if I want to target um, people who are watching GoToWebinar, who's a competitor, tutorials, yep. I can do that. So he can type, you know, the target, the types of videos. Uh, can you explain how that might work? So the way that works is what you want to do is find all of the videos that that basically you want to target you want to target by videos that rank well for a certain keyword because really that's really what drives the views on most of those either uh the from the Google search when you search on google.com you know, there, there, a lot of times they'll display videos that gets a, a lot of traffic. And then you have, uh, videos that rank extremely well. If you're on YouTube itself, you type a keyword in and the videos that pull up for that particular keyword, that's how a lot of those views are being driven in conjunction with recommended videos. Right. Okay. So is there a, uh, and let's use this, uh, keyword, for example, go to webinar tutorials. Right, so there's yes. a keyword. So, right. is there an e- easy way to do that, or is there a little bit of manual? Uh, put in the keyword and then pull up the top 50 videos or whatever. There's, there's not anything on the market that's free that'll allow you to do that that I know of. Mm-hmm. So you would have to do it manually, or there are a couple of tools that you would have to pay for in order to be able to do it. But that's not that hard to do because, I mean, let's just say you have 10 primary keywords uh, and you can have a, an assistant do this. Put in the keyword, both in, you're saying like Google and YouTube, and then pull up, how, how many would you suggest? The top 20 videos on each one? Well, so let's clarify something real quick. Cool. What you're talking about is placement targeting. Yes. So you're targeting specific video placements. Okay. Is that what you're recommending, or are you saying there's a different way to do I mean, yeah, that's a it's, that's what I teach in the in-stream cool. traffic system. But, however, in order to make that model work, you need a ton of placements. So right. if you're manually doing that, it's going to take, it'll take somebody a long time. Typically, we're doing at least two to 3,000 placements that we're targeting. Okay, so that's the, that brings up that question I was having. Like, how do you do that? How do you target those placements without doing it manually? Is there a Yeah, well I have a software tool and then there's another tool nice. I use called V-Roll. Okay. Uh which is a monthly subscription and V-Roll is actually a much better uh tool than what I have. V-Roll.net, you can check them out. That's a much better tool than what I have and it's more comprehensive. And not only that, V-Roll uh has a lot of other stuff too, man, and the guy that um behind it is Gideon Shawick. I, I know Gideon. Gideon. I yes, know Gideon really Gideon well. Is- that's, That's getting his too. You should have him on, man. You should get oh, him know. on to further this conversation because V-Roll is, is lights out. Like if you go to this site and you see, uh, the, uh, you know, I might, I actually have a testimony on there and the whole nine. And I mean, yeah, man, Gideon has, is, is, yeah, it's, it's a great tool, man. I love it. Oh man. So, okay. Yeah. So you use something like that to find, yeah. you know, right. a couple thousand. And videos. it automates it. Exactly. exactly. Beautiful. Now, and this is I don't, this isn't a big deal at all. I'll just bring it up because it's something I've noticed. Some people they don't mon- they don't uh, like if it's really your competitor right. they won't monetize their videos, meaning they won't allow you to run ads on there. But a lot of them will, and a lot of marketers are lazy and they forget. I can't tell you how many times I've come across like video sales letters on people's <laughs> landing pages. You know where I'm going, yep. right? And they're using YouTube to host the video, and an yep. ad for somebody else comes up in the. Uh, Thing. Yep. Doing and, the VSL is crazy. Right. Uh, yeah, it cracks me up. Um, but cool. But that's a good point you make because that's one of the reasons why you need so many placements. Yep. Because a good number of them will not be monetized, so your ad would never run on it. Bingo. So you just grab as many as relevant, and they need to be relevant. 
right? Yep. But as many of them that's relevant, and then you can, you know, if 50% of them run ads on, especially if you're on a market with, um, and here's another thing, too, real quick. It really depends on your market, too, because if you have a really, really niche market, the more placements you're going to need. When you right. have a more broad market, the fewer you can act because you're going to have videos like the beauty niche, for example. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's videos on, on that. It's got, you know, yeah, it's, it's insane, you know, so. Yeah, and I've got, like, I run the marketing for a real estate investment software and training. And that's one of my, you know, one of my primary things. And uh, this is one of the areas where real estate investing, there are so many videos on there that have to do with real estate that investors will go to, whether it's training videos or little tutorials or stuff. And I can see just so many opportunities there. Um, regarding content, like the actual content in the videos, uh, there's a million ways to film videos, whether it's just the, uh, you know, the little PowerPoint, almost like the ugly VSL style, where it's just the words. There's the talking head. There's animations, um, calls to action. Are you seeing anything that's more effective than others or? In terms of the, the, yeah, the actual kind of content or style of the, the video for these live action, live action, a person, a real person in there. Not, not a fiber geek. Okay. Right. Does it, does it help to have like a cute kitten doing something in the background? <laughs> Cause it's a, a lot of people go to, you know, I go mean, to YouTube. I don't have any, I don't have any data to support that, <laughs> but I think it just depends on the brand and the person that you're working with and their audience, right? right. Because, if you know, if if their audience is into that sort of thing, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so it really just depends on the, on that. But right. But, uh, but live action, man, is where it's, it's the best. Live and, action, probably keep it, you know, keep it poignant. Hey, if you're right. looking for this and you want that, click here, right. blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So live action, not like the whole thing. But they all thing. work. To be honest with you, I wouldn't, it's, I wouldn't uh, break the bank creating that video and doing all of that without testing first. Oh, I would, yeah. I would do it as simple as possible first to test and see what potential you have. And then you can always go back and improve your video later. You can always improve whatever you're doing later. And I always recommend that the people test things first before you go break the bank, spending all this crazy money doing all of this stuff, only to find out that it's not really <laughs> even working. And you got way more work to do, even more work to do, and you just drop five grand on video and a landing page and all this crazy stuff when you could have just put something, a minimum viable thing up to test. Right. Well, okay. Perfect segue. Cause I was going to say, if somebody has never really dove into YouTube advertising, um, but they have the ability to do all these, they've got a remarketing, uh, like, you know, the real estate company that we're going to be doing this, we've got, um, remarketing pixels across all the major, you know, everything from Facebook to, um, the Google, machine um what would you recommend starting with as opposed to just jumping in and doing all of them would you recommend the unskippable with remarketing or would you recommend the in-stream i would recommend to you for that specific situation is to run in-stream remarketing not the non-skippable because you need to know what you're getting first now again if you're branding you know the non-skippable remarketing for from a branded perspective would be the way to go but if you're direct response you know really roi driven type stuff like that's pretty much everything i do i don't really run branded campaigns we don't really work with a lot of, most of our people are direct response roi driven yep so you want to start with in-stream remarketing but make it skippable but make it skippable to cool. test to see where you're at nice and then and then really non-skippable remarketing comes into play when you're getting traction and you have, especially if you produce content regular or you have a launch that you're doing or, you know, there's reasons when to use it and when not to, to be honest, you know, we could get, we'd be here all night trying to talk (laughs) about all of that. But, but yeah, I mean, I would always start out with that. If you, unless you're a brand, I would start out with the skippable ones first so that you can get some, some data to kind of determine like what's going on so you can kind of craft your uh your plan better or optimize the plan that you that you have. Dude. Um 
and and trust me, real estate crushes. Like I can imagine, I got a couple of clients right now that's doing quite well in the real estate market on YouTube. Real estate, like agents and stuff, or people who teach real estate Not investing. What, yes, nice. Yep. 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 Matter of fact, my partner in the um, agency that I work with, Sam Bell. I don't know if you I know, know Sam. Sam. Yeah, I know Sam. Yeah, Sam and I we partner up. We got an agency, and uh, he's got a really strong um, people that you know from the real estate used to do a lot of that. Used to do a lot of real estate stuff, a lot of real estate training and, and that kind of thing. And so he has a lot of relationships in that world. And naturally that carries over into our client stuff. Absolutely. Now you, let's talk about your age. So first of all, let me say this. This has been one of the most fun and actionable podcast episodes I've done. I've done some awesome ones with like some great high level content and, and you know, the strict, strategic stuff but tactically dude this this is absolutely gold and people who don't listen to this and put it in action are bat shit crazy to me <laughs> but um i want to I, I also want to say that this is not you know it's not child's play i mean you, if you you get in there you mess around you can lose money if you don't know what you're doing uh and i want to i want to kind of segue into the because I want to give back to you. There's two things that you do for people. You've got an agency. You'll do this for them. You also have a course that you mm-hmm. teach um, called the in, in-stream traffic system. And I'm going to give people a link to the uh, to the show and the show okay. notes. Just make sure you guys go to the show notes right. uh, and get all this. But let, so let's talk about first that the the course. What can, can people buy this? And dude, it's only $97. I think you're probably right. crazy for charging so cheap for this because it can make such a dramatic impact. But are they going to get all, everything we've talked about and a lot more like the tutorials and step-by-step walkthroughs? So, so break it down. Here, here's the idea behind the in-stream traffic system. I originally have a flagship product called Video Ads Academy. Okay. I've heard but of that. But that's closed. It's closed. It's not open to the general public. One of the challenges that I found with Video Ads Academy is a lot of the people that were coming into it, I was overwhelming them with information. <laughs> I got right? you. Because the amount of information that we're just talking about here on this call, I mean, it's just scratching the surface, yeah. right? Because this is what I do. Like, I make a living driving traffic. I've been doing this full time for seven years. It's how I provide for my family, right? Mm-hmm. So I was overwhelming, overwhelming them. And so many of them were just wanting to know what's what should I focus on first and foremost? And that is how in-stream traffic system came about because I realized this is what anybody can do. Once I got a, got into doing in-stream ads a lot, it made me realize. And then when we started getting more and more of our clients wanting to do rather than some of the other stuff that we were showing them we were doing, when we started showing them like this will work, you know, straight up, that's when I realized that it was that that was the next thing that I needed to create for them. So I created it for my members. It was very well received and they loved it. And basically I decided to take that and say, you know, I can help more people with this and I can have a standalone uh, product that's in and of itself a system. And it's strictly focused on in-stream because that is really where you need to start. Nice. And it's step-by-step. I have checklists. I have, it's like, it's, 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 it's everything. Like it, it's no thinking involved that much. Mm-hmm. Like it's all there and it's very, very paint by, paint by numbers, paint by the numbers and it's a system. That's beautiful. Now, again, it doesn't cover all of the stuff that we talked about, but it's because the focus of it is, you don't need all the stuff we talked about. You don't need all of that yet. If you're just starting out, you want to get your feet wet. This is what you need to be doing. Follow what I'm teaching you. You said it earlier, minimum viable product. I mean, that's just get going, get the momentum. Okay, cool. So now what about, uh, you know, the marketers who are and business owners who are like, all right, I like this. I don't want to learn it. I want Tommy and his people to do it for me. Um, tell me about your agency and, you know, how you guys work, where they go to find you, et cetera. So my, my partner and I, Sam Bell, we got PPC boutique. Dot com. Nice. I've heard of that. Yeah. And Sam is a great dude. I've right. known Sam for years and um, I definitely. Uh, All they got to do is go there and there's a free request, free quote form they can fill out, give us information about their business. Let them know they heard, uh, you know, from Tommy. They mm-hmm. heard Tommy talking and they were interested and uh, we'll we'll take it from there. We'll be basically 
one of us will schedule a call and we'll get on and we'll talk about, you know, their business and if it's a good fit for what for what we're doing. And we'll be we'll be straight up like we don't sugarcoat. We tell you straight like it is. If we don't think you're a good fit, we're going to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not just going to say because we're in the business of value exchange. We want to create more value than we receive. And the only way we can do that is by making sure that we're working with people that we really believe we can truly help. Right. Are there any uh, are there any markets, industries, niches, uh, types of business that you either uh, pref- really prefer and like or want to avoid at all costs? Um, make money online. <laughs> I don't want to really touch good that. Good or bad. Okay, okay, gotcha. I mean, uh, other than that, you know, any MLM, you yeah. know, we really ain't, you know, that's not kind of something that we really want to do. I got you. Know, you. Unless you own the MLM, then that's another scenario. <laughs> right? Exactly. But if you just another, you know, because the problem with a lot of that stuff is like it's replicated websites and things of that nature. You know, we're going to have to battle with Google to get you compliant and all of that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of thing. So, right. I mean, we we can help people get compliant and that kind of thing. But, you know, some some markets like the MLMs and the, and the make money online, biz op type stuff. Um, some it, it really depends. It really depends on the level of business. You, you really, uh, we don't really work with most of the people that our ideal client, I put it like this, our ideal client is someone who's already buying traffic or someone who has a business that's doing well enough and they realize that they need to be doing this stuff or doing more of it or doing a better job. Right. I love that. Hey, so I, I had a, a thought pop in my head and this is a uh, case study or it's like, a, hey, would this work? So my fiance, Kenya, she is a loan officer, uh, you know, mortgage loan officer. And she recently uh, switched over to a new company where she doesn't get as many leads and she's starting to get out there and just – uh, learn all aspects of marketing and internet marketing and all this other stuff, trying to, uh, get out there. And she's actually pretty good on camera. One of the things I was even thinking or looking into, even if it's just in the beginning, um, cause I'm, I'm trying to think of, is this a strategy to where she creates a quick little video and I'm thinking in stream, skippable to where she doesn't necessarily have to pay to see if it works. So maybe if people are looking at certain real estate videos in San Diego where I live or things like that, if she puts something up there really kind of for branding, like, listen, if you're, Hey, if you're looking around at, you know, nice houses, I mean, there's tons of realtors put up, you know, the little showcases of their houses, you know, for right. sale in San Diego, I would just imagine that, um, she could target that. And say, hey, if you're looking, you know, if you're looking to buy a house, whenever you're ready, uh, click here. I'm happy to to pre-qualify you. And if uh, if not, go ahead and skip the ad and get back to watching the home. There you go. Do you think that so strategy that, is sound? It's two. It's two ways to tackle that. And yes, that's a sound strategy, and, and I believe it'll work. A a what you just described, targeting people who are watching relevant videos, and B. YouTube has something called interest. Well, Google actually has this. This is actually a Google display thing called interest-based targeting. I've heard of you that. You can target I dived people into it. based on their interest. And Google also, and it has something called in-market segments. Basically, they know enough data about you to know what you're in the market for. Yeah, big so data. You people, Gotta love it. Absolutely. So you have people that are in the market for a home loan, in the market for credit, you know, lending and those sort of things. I think that would be a killer method for you to do. Only target those people in those segments, uh, those interest segments in your local area and then run those in-stream ads. That's that's beautiful. And to get even more ninja fied and wrapped in bacon she could say you know she could say you know click here for like your free report or whatever they click there and then you drop a retargeting pixel on them and now they follow you around forever now in the other part about remarketing well google calls it remarketing everybody calls it retargeting google calls it remarketing it's the same thing apples oranges i mean six half dozen (laughs) exactly but the thing that I wanted to point out about remarketing on YouTube is you can also remarket to people who have watched your videos. Ooh. So it's two ways to hit them. You can hit people who've watched your videos and you can target people who've been to your website. 
So you you can you you creating two different remarketing segments. You want to be doing that now now, and is that done in like the uh, AdWords uh, for video is how you create the segment for people who have watched your video. So so for instance, I watch your video, or let's say say you come and you watch my video that I've got up there. And then could I create a remarketing thing, almost like a video too? Now that you know who I am. Exactly. Oh, dude. That's that's why I brought it up. Tommy, because because, blowing my mind over here, dude. So what you do is you set, so we do a lot of segmentation and this is some really advanced stuff. But when you start talking about segmentation, uh, you know, the average person is probably not going to really leverage that because when you start segmenting, uh, you need at least like 500 people on a list in order to be able to have that active to target them. Sure, yeah. So the more you segment it, you're gonna those lists are gonna be broke out, right? So you need more traffic to make segmentation work. But obviously, some of the people we work with drives a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. But when you start segmenting, you can segment people who've been to my website because you create that through Google. You can just create that through regular Google AdWords or from Google Analytics. You can also create uh, a remarketing list within Google Analytics that's on your website. And then you can create a segment. And so your your message can be based on the fact that you know someone watched their video or the fact that you know that they've been to your website. And it's even deeper than that, too, in terms of segmentation. But it's like you can target of if they watched a specific video, you can you know, you can hit them with a message related to that. It's. The segmentation stuff is it's 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 on another level, but it's crazy, man. So yeah, no, my my mind is officially blown with this. I, I'm standing in front of a whiteboard. That's where I'm taking my right. notes, and yeah. uh, like you should, I, I have to send you a picture of this whiteboard, <laughs> all the scribbles. Uh, dude, this okay. So this is amazing, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with just kind of a couple questions. I love to ask, um, okay, folks, but you know, number one, are there besides this? I I actually think you know, you were. You were answering the question that I asked Mike before, but are there any other unexploited opportunities that you see people that like you see coming down the pipe? Uh, is there anything besides what you've told me that you're super excited about, or is this kind of the, you know, the uh, big focus for 2015 for you? As it relates to video ads, Facebook, mm. Facebook video ads, in my opinion, are gonna eclipse. YouTube at some point. It may happen this year. You son of a bitch. You just made me want to get you on another podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm never going to stop running YouTube because it's a different yeah. segment of people that you can reach. Yeah. But the beauty of Facebook in and of itself is the fact that the targeting is ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's next makes, level. It's next level. Like there's nothing out there. Nothing ever in history been created like Facebook when it comes to advertising. Yep. Okay. Now, have so, you are the Facebook video ads? Because I know, th- I mean, yes. Facebook has just recently yes. put a ton of weight behind right. video, and yes. uh, it's a massive, massive, you know, importance for their business. Are they? Those are already out there now. The, the Facebook yeah, video them. ads. Yes. Cool. Now, when work. you say that, are you talking about? You know, it's it's not like the ad on somebody's video. It's actually you are you are running an ad. The ad itself is a video. Yes, you run them in people's news feeds and mobile desktop or even right hand side. Right, you're running them. Yep. But 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 there's a lot of distinct little differences between what you can do on YouTube versus what you can do on Facebook. And what I'm expecting that Facebook eventually is going to do is going to bring a lot of that stuff over. That's going to make Facebook just like, you know, it's going to make YouTube be like. Because from a targeting perspective, YouTube, Google cannot touch Facebook. Yep. So when they really start throwing their weight behind making their video ads better suited for us to be able to run them, it's going to be lights out, man. Wow. It's now, are you, are, you guys, are you guys managing those for people in your agency? We too? are. We're cool. running them. Not a, not a lot of it right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we do a lot of testing and we do a lot of messing around. We always... You know, effing around with stuff, but um, we we expect that to really grow in 2015 because th- I think this is the year of video ads. Yeah, Just I think so too. It's a hot topic with Facebook throwing all this stuff behind video. Everybody knows why Facebook is throwing everything behind video because they want to go after YouTube, right? Yep. And YouTube is a behemoth now in 
Google making like 30, whatever it is, like some billions of dollars, whatever it is. I don't even know what the number is. But they're making a ton of money. And YouTube is their biggest growth sector in terms of advertising. Yep. And Facebook's so, nipping at their heels. They're nipping at that. And so because of that, you're going to see people talking about it. It's just going to be high. It's going to be a high uh, alert in um, in terms of um, because they're going. So many people are going to be talking about it. It's going to be on everybody's radar, and that's what is going to you know that awareness is going to make people want to do it. That's yeah, that's awesome. So, last question: What nut are you trying to crack in your business right now? And if if any, like so. The, the, the easy answers are saying, well, I'd like to get more clients or more sales of my product. But are there any other, whether it's resources you're trying to get more of, skills you're trying to get better at, people you're trying to meet, or there, is there any challenge that you're trying to overcome right now that either myself or my listeners could potentially have the answer for you? Just having, being able to get more awareness of my brand and who I am and what I bring to the table. One of the things I've lacked in the past has just been that underground guy in the background, you know, doing his thing. And it's like my business has suffered for so long because I really wasn't out there. You're the everybody's now, best kept secret, right? I'm now I'm trying to be out there. Exactly. But uh, you know, that's a downside to that is when you are somebody's best kept secret, they don't want to tell everybody. You know, <laughs> exactly. Everybody well, get a piece of you. You know what I mean? So, well, me and the Bacon Nation are telling the world we're going to get you out there, and I've, I've got a handful of people who, who probably love to interview you as well. And that would be uh, awesome. dude, you seriously? This, uh, I mean, this is meaty. There's my pun. Oh, awesome. But this, this was this was fantastic. I am going. To, I may even have a couple referrals for you uh, for your agency, and okay. I cannot wait for this um, this one to go live. So, everybody listening to this right now, I want you to um, if you're listening, if you're on the blog, I want you to leave a comment. Let Tommy, because he can go there and see how much you liked it. You can contact him on the blog as well, and this is going to be at baconwrappedbusiness.com forward slash. Uh, let's just make it forward slash Tommy, T-O-M-M-I-E, Powers, P-O-W-E-R-S. Haven't set it up yet, but that's what it'll be. Baconwrapbusiness.com forward slash Tommy Powers. You'll get the show notes, cheat sheets. You'll get uh, contact information for his agency, for his product, which is so insanely cheap, and it's exactly this. You need to buy it. Um but leave a comment on there. Tommy can come back. He can see it. And I will as well. Share this with your marketing friends. Talk about it. That's the way we keep bacon wrap business going. Uh, leave reviews on iTunes and send me emails personally. You can always reach me at askbrad at baconwrappedbusiness.com. And if you're one of those idiots who hasn't subscribed on iTunes or, uh, you know, to get it on your podcast app every single time I release a new one, do it. It's the easiest way to um, to get access to this. And, you know, I've said this before. I created this podcast really with me in mind. Um, <laughs> I, I joke about this, but my audience is somewhat of an afterthought. And a lot of times that's a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, <laughs> you know, suicidal, you know, thought. But I really created this so that I can speak to people like Tommy and other folks that I've mentioned that you've heard on the show and talk about things that I want to know and things that I love with people that, that I respect and have a lot to offer. So no matter what happens, I'm getting a ton out of this and you're getting it for free, but I never want you to feel as though it was free. You're sitting in on a very high level conversation and now you have the opportunity to apply what you learned, go out there, invest in you know, whether it's more training or hiring the best of the best people like Tommy to do this stuff for you. And the only, the best way you can pay me back is to simply share this. Tommy talked about building his personal brand. Uh, and that's one of the things he's doing now. Uh, what do you think I'm doing bacon wrap business for building my brand? You guys are part of that. I love each and every one of you who's sent me emails, shared this, liked it, reviewed it on iTunes. And I'm going to keep on doing it for both of us, you and me as well. Uh, can't thank you guys enough. Tommy, you've been amazing, dude. I cannot wait to share your name with other people and share this episode with the world. So once more, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, signing off now. Guys, if you've got a problem, send me an email, askbrad at baconwrapbusiness.com, and we'll see you next time.